Welcome to the Real Estate Survival Guide, the show that teaches realtors how to create a thriving real estate business. Welcome to today's episode of the Real Estate Survival Guide podcast. I'm your host, John Shookman, and I'm so thankful to have you with me for today's episode. A huge thank you to Alan Dubon and Black Label CXO for sponsoring today's podcast episode. Alan and the team at Black Label CXO do an amazing job of helping businesses all over the world achieve their dreams of having a more organized and more successful business. From creating websites to helping you with your social media to CRMs, Alan and his team have so many different amazing ideas to help you become a more successful realtor. I'm very thankful for them and how they've been a part of helping my business grow and very thankful for their support and sponsorship of this episode. So let's get into today's podcast episode. On today's interview, I am super excited to bring a great friend and mentor, Rhonda Hostetter, to you guys. Rhonda is the owner of Inspire Business Community in Lancaster, PA. I've mentioned Inspire so much because for the last year, it's really been a huge part of my journey. You know, here in March on the podcast, you guys have heard my journey from February 26, 2019, when I lost my W-2 job all the way until starting to create a successful real estate business. And I often talk about TLF and Inspire and the huge roles they have both played in that. So Rhonda and her husband, Jeff, own Inspire. And I'm so thankful for them. I have learned so much in my time at Inspire. I remember starting there, renting an office and feeling like, oh my goodness, I can't afford this. And now it's like, an absolute must in my business. You know, I don't even have a ton of time in my office right now, but I often joke it's worth the price of the admission just for the masterminds we have every two weeks. And so Rhonda, I appreciate you so much. I'm so thankful for you and for Inspire and everything you guys are doing. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So I gave a brief intro, but just kind of tell us more about yourself. What made you and Jeff start Inspire and kind of the growth you've seen there and, you know, the journey you've been on. Okay. So I'm the oldest of six. I was born and raised in Pennsylvania and my husband and I are high school sweethearts. We met at uh, Mennonite high school and graduated in the same graduating class. So most people, I feel like meet other places or far away or whatever, but we sort of just came out of high school and have been together ever since we have five kids ages 19, 17, 14, 12, and nine. So they keep us super busy. (laughs) Um, We also homeschool. Really, all I ever wanted to be was a homeschool mom. And I really never even dreamed of starting a business. But I was doing things like selling longer burger baskets and stamping out parties and all these things on the side while my kids were little. And so when I look back now, I realize I sort of always had that entrepreneurial spirit. I just Mm -hmm. never quite pictured it looking like it does today. So tell us more about Inspire. I mean, I know there's such a journey there. I mean, I feel like, you know, I can share you're you're sometimes the visionary and Jeff is kind of, you know, I know in our relationship, like my wife is like, well, hold on, like you have this great business idea, (laughs) but like, how are we going to make that work financially? And so I think like, you know, great couples have that balance. But how did you and Jeff kind of find Inspire and decide upon and even Share with us, like even since since I've been there, like the growth in the masterminds and the community, it just feels like it's all kind of come together within the last year. Yeah. So in our relationship, I'm for sure the visionary. I'm the one that sees these things like way out ahead and says, hey, I think this is possible or I have this idea. But then really, when it comes down to it, usually Jeff is the one who knows the little details and he keeps his feet on the ground. So The way that I started Inspire was I was reading a book called Write It Down, Make It Happen. 
That was back in 2015. And you were supposed to get up early, like 15 minutes early before you do anything else, just wake up, have your notepad there and start writing. Do this for 14 days and don't read it at all until the end of the 14 days. Then you go back and read over it and see if there's a common thread. And so every day I was getting up and doing this and I didn't see any common threads that I, I couldn't like mentally realize a common thread I was writing. But at the end of those days, when I read back over it, I had written down about women coming down my basement steps multiple days in a row. And I was like, this is so weird, but I feel like I have to try it. I was sort of feeling like that book was the next step. And so I wanted to try this. So we have in-law quarters underneath our house, kind of like our basement is in-law quarters. And my husband said, you can try this thing for one month, whatever this is, this idea, because our people had just moved out. But he said after that, like, we're going to get renters again. And so I decided to have a couple of business people come and tell their stories. And I put it out on Facebook thinking like, probably no one will even come. But 27 people signed up to come that night and I made them bring throw pillows because we didn't have nearly enough chairs. So we sat on our basement on the floor on throw pillows and listened to these women tell their stories. And what I realized that night was that there are so many people who are so lonely in business. A lot of the group that was there that night was women who were doing things like after their kids went to bed or getting up early or doing it during nap time. And they were so alone and didn't realize there were so many other people doing the same thing. So we sort of burst that night and people begged to continue doing it. So we ended up actually renting our basement on Airbnb instead, blocking out the nights that we were going to have that gathering. And we ended up making a lot more than we did when we had it rented just to a person living down there, which I feel like has also been a theme over the years in business. Like it's easy to look at what you're doing and think that you're at the widest part, like the best that you know. And when you think of expanding or taking a piece out and replacing it with something different, it's really scary thinking that there will be a huge dip, you know, in income or, you know, you won't have enough of time when you're in flow and you're being led and you're doing the next right thing. So many times what you take out that no longer fits and what you replace it with actually brings in more income and frees you up for more time. And it's just, it's a beautiful way that those pieces like swap out and make your life even better than it was before. So we did those gatherings at our house, expanded into masterminds. I had heard of a mastermind concept, but I really didn't know what that was, or I wanted to try it. So I actually told the ladies to not tell anyone that we were trying this. I didn't want anyone to feel left out. (laughs) (laughs) So we started with, I think, six women. They absolutely loved it. They couldn't not tell. And so then more and more people started saying, hey, I want to be part of this. I want to do one. So I think at that point, we had maybe at the most seven groups going at once. It just birthed into this huge thing. So we would do it in our garage and do it in our basement. And eventually it felt like we had completely outgrown our house. And it was like there was no separation between business and life. My kids were a lot younger back then. So sometimes I would hear my littlest one crying upstairs and my oldest was sort of like the mom. It was messy, but I had been working with a coach at that point, And she said, I want you to write about what your business will feel like in three years. And what will you feel like standing by the water cooler, you know, listening to your employees, which at that time I didn't really have any, I think I had a virtual assistant at that point. And so I pulled myself way up out of my business to envision this at the end of this little thing, drew a picture. The next day in our mastermind, my friend said, Hey, there's this building for sale in Lancaster. We've talked about, you know, you should buy a building. 
And when we pulled this up on the MLS here, it was like almost identical to what I had drawn the night before. And so my husband said, you can go and look at it. We are not going to buy it, but you can look at it. (laughs) (laughs) And I came here to where Inspire is now in the middle of the city. And I felt 100% peace and everything looked like what I had drawn. And I just knew that it was the next right step. And so back and forth, I would say to my husband, we can't do it. It's way too big. And he would say, you know, Rhonda, we wanted to do something commercial. We have a bunch of residential investments, but we wanted to do something commercial. This could be it. The numbers could work. And so that's again, a way that we balance each other where I'll have this big idea and I'll say, Hey, we could do this. And then he's like, no, I don't think so. Well, maybe. Mm -hmm. And we kind of pass it back and forth and back and forth and support each other in like what our strengths are. And so we ended up purchasing the building in 2018 in November, I believe the end of November and got it up and going. Of course, everything that you do is even more difficult than what you imagined that it would be. Mm -hmm. When we purchased the building, we had no idea that the people who had actually been coming to my basement were not the same people who would come here. They were moms. They couldn't come here. So we basically had to completely reinvent and come up with a whole new group of people. But I feel like as you keep listening in your business and keep listening to yourself and keep asking the questions of what does it want to be next, just taking the next right step, you continue to hear what people want and even being in this building. And you know, when you started so long ago, there was times where there was hardly anyone and we kept rethinking it and just sitting with it and waiting. And as you gain momentum and more and more people coming and you keep listening, it feels like all of a sudden it comes to this tipping point where there's so many beautiful people coming and beautiful things happening. And instead of it being this dream that's out there, it's actually like reality. Yeah, it's it's happening. Thank you so much. I appreciate kind of hearing the journey and some of it I've heard, some of it I'm not, but just for my listeners, I often talk on the podcast about the power of community and a huge part of my community has been Total Life Freedom, my online mastermind and Inspire, the in-person masterminds there. And It's very cool because here in March on the podcast, I did three interviews, the first being with someone that mentored me and the power of mentorship. And then this interview talking about the power of community. And then the next one for next week, talking about the power of hard conversations and accountability. And I I think these were like three pivotal, like community accountability and then mentorship have been like three pivotal things for me. I would love to hear from you the masterminds as it transitioned from your house to now there at inspire as you flex and do different things in the masterminds what makes you do that and what has been like the most exciting part about like filling a room with business owners to collaborate with each other i feel like the collaboration and the relationships and the things that come out of it are always key So I love watching a whole room full of people come together and then seeing the people, especially toward the end where they're starting to pass sticky notes back and forth and saying, you need to know this person, or did you ever hear of that? Or people starting to work together. There's multiple things that inspire right now that have happened out of the mastermind groups where people have come together to create something even more incredible or what they're doing meshes together into something incredibly beautiful and like different than what they had both pictured, but it like fits. So I feel like it's that extra, almost like the mastermind that you get when all these people come together and bring all of their ideas together. And then the incredible things that come out of it that you didn't even think of before, or just the way that relationships are built and ideas are thrown around the table. 
and also just the safe place where you can show up in a way that you often can't with your friends to say, hey, I made a million dollars this year, or hey, my business is failing and I have so much credit card debt, I don't know if I'll ever get out of it. The things that you can't normally say to a group of friends in the mastermind is a safe place where what's shared there stays there. And so it's sort of this place where we can celebrate these incredible things or cry with someone or sit with them and say, that is really, really hard. And even hear people say, I want to quit. So it feels like just this safe place where people get to show up to the table raw and real. So that's my favorite thing about Mastermind. And I think even to piggyback off of that, as entrepreneurs, and I often say this, it's interesting having a real estate podcast and creating a successful real estate business, because I've even shared with you that line between like confident and cocky and humble. And like, right for me, like really believing that everything I have is God's blessing, but also being like confident in my, it's a very, very hard balance. And I feel like, you know, a friend of mine in TLF has said this and other people at Inspire have said this. I feel like these masterminds that I'm a part of, it's like the only place I can go and feel confident and like share my accomplishments without people looking at me like, wow, you're a really cocky jerk, right? And so I think it's the power of like, I do try to be humble, like, hey, everything I have, God's blessed me with. But it's also like, I mean, I think you've even said like, stop, like be proud of what you've accomplished. Like you can sit and be proud of what you've done. It's okay, right? And I think so many business owners often feel, and maybe it's, I've got friends and family members that make comments. My, my job is to like provide for my family and do a good job. But, but I think the power for me of like a mastermind is you can sit there. I mean, I remember sh- sharing in person at the mastermind, like, hey, I made X number of dollars and then I tripled my income. And so I'm not going to triple that again. And people didn't say, wow, you made really good money. People said like, no, no, no. Don't even say you can't triple it again, because now, again, it's not just tripling money to like be rich. It's, hey, how can I then bless others with that money? But I think the power of like being in business together is like we get to share our wins and have people cheering for us rather than being like, oh, you cocky jerk. Yeah. And I think that it's so beautiful just knowing that you're not alone. So when people go around and say, this is what I've experienced or I feel like, especially in our mastermind, people are very quick to say, wait a second, I hear you saying this, but last week you said that, or I hear you saying that you want to be in business for yourself, but now it looks like you're saying you want to go back and get a W-2 job. Like we're very willing to step in and say, I hear you saying this in this moment. Is that really what you mean? Do you really want that? Or I heard you say this. Why did you say that? So it's like this place where we get to push each other just a little bit and really dig deeper in a way that is safe and it feels like we all have each other's best interest in mind. So yeah, I agree with everything you're saying. I think that it's something that you never quite imagine until you're in it. And that's honestly a lot of what sells people about Inspire is they show up to a mastermind and they're like, I didn't even know this existed. Like I didn't know I could feel so seen and heard in a group. And then they're like, how could I be part of this? So yeah, I love that you've been part of it for so long. And even way back when there was only a few people. And now when our room is like packed, it's just really fun to have you seen all of it. Yeah. And I think I could just pump up Inspire and the masterminds all day. I think as realtors and as solopreneurs, entrepreneurs, business owners, we can get so in our head. Like, I'll be honest, like you are probably the reason the podcast isn't dead. (laughs) (laughs) We're here recording because I came 
every two weeks and was frustrated with the podcast. And I believe it was you and Sharonda who's there on your team and is an amazing part of what you do there. I think both of you kind of looked at each other and said, like, OK, John, what's the day? And I'm like, yeah, what? And you're like, <laughs> what's the day? Like, OK, you keep talking about needing to batch and get ahead and do this and how you're, you know, you're stressed out at home and your wife is frustrated and stressed out. What's the day? And right there, I said, I, I said, I think it was May, but I think I said I will be four weeks ahead by the end of June. And if I'm not, I'll go from two episodes a week to one. And yeah. if I'm not, then six weeks ahead, because you only have one episode at the end of the next month, I'll quit. And so yeah. it lit a fire under my butt so much that now not only did I get ahead, but now we're here at the end of March. And now I do three episodes a week because I had some more margin and balance. And I'm like, let's bring interviews to people. Yeah. But that is the power of getting out of my own head and letting other people speak and say, stop. You keep for three months. I had told you guys, oh, I'm fresh about the podcast. OK, John, knock it off. Then what's the deadline to get yeah. ahead? <laughs> and that's the power of it. Yeah. And even as you were talking earlier, you know, you were kind of saying like about the widest part and how it's scary. I mean, even when we've sat down and talked, we're talking about coaching, we're talking about a membership, we're talking about all these different things. And you're like, yeah, but John, real estate is kind of going social media for the team kind of going right. And then once you checked all these boxes that like, John, these things are just happening naturally in your day to day because you've gotten good at them. OK, when do you feel like you have more margin and balance for the next thing? Yeah. I think it's an amazing part of getting in community and I love TLF and I love inspire. I don't, but there's something about being in person. Yeah. And the emotions, there's been laughs, there's been tears, there's been frustrations that any emotion that we can experience has been experienced in that room, but around people that, you know, ultimately have your best interests at heart. Yeah, for sure. I think it, that when you talked about that, you briefly mentioned the funnel or feeling like you're at the widest part. I think it's so easy as entrepreneurs to feel like today I'm the best I'm going to be, or I have the most energy, the most income, the most resources or capability. And looking forward, sometimes we can almost go down into like a funnel so that we're seeing just a teeny little piece and feeling panic. And when we can flip that around, which is, I think, what often happens in mastermind or in community is someone says to you, but wait a second, think about here you are at the narrowest place, like you're going to continue growing and learning, you're going to meet new people, you're going to get more efficient, you're going to have more time and energy. And so it's like that just getting you up out of your head and being able to see the possibilities that often happens in community, which I think is also another really valuable piece. Yeah, it is. And I think, you know, and we'll get to more at the end. I want to hear like where people can find you and connect with Inspire. But I think one of the things is you are always trying to hear the people there. Hey, guys, what can we do to improve? But I think like hearing the people and what's most beneficial to them is a huge part of that as well. Yeah. Another piece that I feel like we often talk about, and you know that you can probably picture that thing that I draw on the board with where you are and where you want to go and taking the very next step. I think one of the biggest things that people get confused with or that they get wrong and what stops them is that they tend to jump a bunch of steps ahead. You always can only see the next step. You can see an idea of what you wanna do way out ahead, but the very next step is often the only thing that's available to you. And when you start to think two or three steps out, you're in confusion and frustration because there aren't enough of pieces yet and you literally can't take that step. And so I think even for the 
realtors that you're working with or other people that maybe listen to this podcast, I think that if we can just get clear, like the people that we look at that we admire so much that we think have built like such incredible things and we think they must know all the answers, they know what to do next. But yet I feel like I'm stepping off into the dark every single day. It's not that they aren't stepping off into the dark. It's just that they've gotten very clear on trusting themselves to take that very next step they see. And the more quickly you can just resign to, I'll just do the next thing I can see. And then the next one will appear and you'll do the next one. And it's like, you can go very quickly if you learn to just get clear on taking the next step and not jump too far out ahead. Yeah. When you're saying that I'm thinking business, I'm also thinking about like parenthood, right? So my oldest is now two and a half years old running around, you know, we got a circus going on over here, but I can't stress right now about like, what am I going to do when he starts driving a car? (laughs) Right. (laughs) I've got, I've got 13, I, I, right. It gives me anxiety thinking about, I've got 12, 13 years before I really have to think about that. Okay. So how do I help Caden grow and mature as a two and a half year old, two or three year old, two or four year old. And so I think it's almost, I'm thinking about this as we're going, it's almost the same way in our business that like, I can't think about my real estate business in 10 years. I mean, maybe I can dream, like I can think about, okay, what do I want Caden to be as an adult? Well, then what do I have to teach him now? But same thing for my business. My business in 15 years is going to look different. I can't stress, oh my gosh, in 15 years, I could have a team of X number of agents. Well, no, Let's just focus on now what's one next step. So, you know, another thing, too, is you've often shared so much about your journey and taking and you kind of briefly just said it, but like taking step forward and believing for realtors out there that are listening to this show who they feel, you know, and, and I, I've shared the statistics on the show and with you, like 80 percent of realtors are gone in two years. Eighty seven percent of realtors are gone within five years out of the business for realtors out there who are feeling frustrated and overwhelmed. Like, how would you encourage them? What would you say? So I think that some of the most important things that I've learned over the years is just that your answers are inside, like, especially now more than ever, there's so many podcasts and books and all these things that you can learn from. And it's so easy to watch all of these different people and their answers and how they're doing things and get so hard on yourself or feel so frustrated because what they're saying to do is not working for you. So I think that one of the best things that we can do is figure out what really is our sweet spot. What is it that you bring to the world that you are so good at, that gives you energy that people want to pay for. And that comes so easily for you because the more that you can show up as a realtor or as a coach or as a parent or as whatever you're doing, the more that you can show up and continue to be that authentic self and bring you to the table the more that you'll thrive in whatever you're doing. So there's so many realtors, even here in Lancaster, but if you're showing up and bringing what you do and it's just a little bit different and you trust that, then it's going to be working for you in a way that it might not be for all the rest of the realtors who are just reading realtor books or doing realtor things that everyone says to do. Because I feel like when you show up and do it a little differently, that's authentic to you. Of course, people resonate with that because this is how John shows up. I know you're not a person who always shows up in a suit and tie that just wouldn't feel so authentic to you. But people, when you show up real and raw as who you are, people get that. It's like there's no weird energy around. I'm trying to be someone I'm not. I'm showing up and this is who I am. And so I think that for anybody who's wanting to do any type of thing, the quicker that you can figure out, this is how I do it and this is how I flow. There's something that I often ask in coaching, which is, what really upsets you? Like what 
do you find yourself stepping out for and saying, Hey, that's not okay. Or I have to do something about this. Like, what is it that makes you really upset in the world? And then what is it that makes you so excited that you laugh out loud or that you get finished with it? And you're like, I could have kept doing that. It it was an hour and it felt like 10 minutes. Those are the things I think that are so telling in showing up to no matter what it is that you do, but maybe even especially to realty because there's so many realtors and you have to distinguish what you're doing from what everyone else is doing. So the more that you can just be authentic to you and figure out the ways that you can do things a little bit different. I have coached a bunch of different multi-level marketing people. And I ask them, of course, all of these same questions. How do you do this? How do you do that? But then they always come back to, but what they tell us to do is like this. And I say, well, you need to do you. Use your ideas. Do all these different things that you have that are so different than what they're telling you. And when they're doing these ideas and it's working so well for them, they often get noticed by corporate headquarters or whatever it is and say like, how is this working so well for you? And then they come back to coaching and say, I'm so embarrassed. I don't know what to say because I'm not doing what they say that we should do. I'm doing it so differently. But the reason it's working for them is because they're being authentic to themselves. And so I feel like it's like so key. If you can learn anything in life, the quicker that you can figure out what is it that makes you laugh? What is it that gives you energy? And what is it that that just flows so naturally for you? Those are the ways that you're going to always distinguish yourself. I love that. Do what's authentic to you and get what gives you energy. And it's funny, you know, we talk about the way I dress all the time. I'll show up and inspired and be like, hey, guys, I'm in my Sunday best in like the hoodie I'm wearing right now. <laughs> and right. And there's another realtor as part of Inspire, Marcus. And Marcus looks great. And that works for Marcus. That's what works for Marcus's clients. I actually it's so funny. Normally to to meet a client, I wear a polo. And the other day I'm like, we had gone from a doctor's appointment to something. And I'm like, I'm literally in a hoodie and I felt so embarrassed. So I just said, I'm so sorry. And they're like, we don't care. And the clients I attract normally don't care what I wear. They don't care if I'm in a hoodie and gym shorts or jeans and a T-shirt. And that's great if that's what I attract and what works for me. And for other realtors, it's different. So, and again, that's what I even try to highlight on the podcast. Like this is one way to skin a cat, right? Don't let my way be your way if it doesn't feel authentic to you. Like I love all of this. And this is why I just love having a conversation. So as we kind of get towards the end of our time, I would love to kind of hear if you could go back a few years to either when you started Inspire or other business ventures that you've explored, maybe even a year ago when you thought, hey, we won't do the mastermind, whatever it is, and you sat yourself down, what would be that one piece of advice that you would give yourself? I would probably say to let it flow. and enjoy the process. I feel like it's so easy to always be trying to think ahead and outthink yourself or, or figure out. In fact, my coach said to me the other day, I feel like you talk so much about flow, but today I feel like you're trying to make the flow flow. (laughs) And I had this picture of getting out of like my boat and running down the river to check and make sure that everything was going to be good. So I could run back and get back in to flow. That is not flow. (laughs) And I feel like flow is that trusting God, the universe, whatever you want to call your higher being to continue to be showing up with you and for you, like as you're showing up and as you're doing the work and staying connected, just that peaceful way that life comes to you and how you're being helped and everything that you need is right there for you at the right time. I feel like for so many years, I tried to force it and I worked and worked and worked to make it happen. And now I feel so much 
more at ease and at peace. And I still catch myself sometimes trying to force it, but learning to sit and listen and to just let it flow has been so key in the last couple of years, especially after COVID. And when so many things happened, it always looks different than what you expected. And the quicker that you can just kind of ease into that and say, okay, what does it look like now? And what can I do next? The more that it will continue flowing instead of trying so hard to force it to be something that it can no longer be. Thank you. That's a great answer. And I love that analogy because it's like you're getting out of the boat to go check down the river when like if you just stayed in the boat, like it's taking you, it's probably not taking you off a waterfall. And if it does, like, you know, (laughs) you hold on. It's been fun to watch your journey, even over the last year since I've been a part of Inspire, because to see how Inspire is growing and to see, I mean, even when I got invited to Inspire, it was like, hey, we need more men here. Do you want to come check this out? And now it's like it's half men, basically. Like it's 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 amazing how when you get amazing, caring people together, right? Go back to the title of the episode, the power of community. Like people want to be together. You're having movie nights. You're having dinner nights. Like the people at Inspire are literally like, yeah, we're not just doing business. Let's hang out and just watch a movie. Right. And I think it's really cool to see, you know, when you get amazing people together, they like are kind of like, okay, we want to spend more time together. What can we do together? Yeah. Especially the people who are a little younger or who aren't married, they're single. They want to get out in the evening and have something to do. And so now that we've expanded the team a little bit more to have some people who can specifically work on events, I don't love coming in in the evening because my kids, sometimes I can, but we have this extra group of people who is like, let's get together. Let's do community. We want to have friends and just be together outside of business hours. And so, yeah, it's fun as the owner to get to watch it unfold and to see what it wants to become and to sort of let other people take some of the pieces and run with them. It's just, it's so much better than I could have ever imagined that it would be. It's so much fun to watch it grow. Well, I've enjoyed being a part of it and very thankful for you. So You know, I talk about Inspire all the time and how amazing it is. Tell people what's going on there at Inspire, how they they can either, you know, check it out or connect with you, you know, whatever it is. How can they, you know, touch base with you? Yeah. So you can find us at InspireBusinessCommunity.com. We're also on Instagram at InspireBusinessCommunity. And you can also just on the website, reach out and ask for a tour. We love to show people the space. We have private offices. Um, some people share offices if they don't need to be here every day of the week. In fact, John, you share an office. Yep. Um, so that's a nice option for some people who maybe have phone calls a couple days a week and actually need to be in an office. We also just have the co-working membership where basically all the memberships include the two masterminds a month, one coaching session, either by myself or someone from our team, mm-hmm. and then access to all the extra member events, which would be like the masterminds, like I said, the dinner, the extra event that we have the fourth Thursday of the month. And then people also get to like share the space. So if you want to book a conference room or want to use the studio space for something, all of that is also included. So we like to just make it like, this is sort of your place that you get to show up. You can be part of it. You can share the space and invite your friends and do whatever like you need to do as sort of, this is a space for you to share. So yeah, we love meeting new entrepreneurs and just seeing what they're up to. And it's so cool how each new person who comes brings something amazing to the community and also receives something cool that we have to offer. So yeah, we'd love for you to be part of it. That's awesome. Thank you. And, and I'll tell everybody, I mean, this isn't a pitch for inspire. It's not, it's just, Hey, the power of community. And I've found this to be super helpful in my journey. The one coaching session a month or the mastermind or the, all of that individually would be worth like the price of admission. And so you 
And the team there do a great job of being generous and saying, hey, we're going to include this, this and this. Oh, and there's more. (laughs) Um, And I appreciate it so much. So, guys, if you want to check it out, I would love to kind of show you around the building or set up something with the team, especially if you're close to the Lancaster area. I've even got a podcast episode coming out about how realtors need to like get out of the house. Right. And how great things happen when you either go to your work office or inspire or somewhere. And so come on out and check it out. Rhonda, you are amazing. Thank you so much. I'm so proud to know you and just thankful to be a part of inspire and the amazing things going on there and have you on the show as well. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. You're welcome. I will say this is not on video. Of course, it's audio only, but Rhonda is recording from the amazing new podcast studio that her and Jeff and the team at Inspire have put in and it sounds amazing. It looks amazing. And so if you're a podcaster in the Lancaster area needing a spot to go record, there's options for that as well. And so I'll make sure I say that before we go as well. Thanks, John. Thank you so much for your time. Appreciate you. And uh, thanks for coming on the show. See ya. See ya. Guys, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Wow. I am so thankful for Rhonda and very thankful for her and Jeff and the whole team at Inspire and how it's been a huge game changer for my business. A few of my takeaways as we close out, you know, I I loved hearing her story of being the visionary and, you know, her husband having his feet on the ground because that was me and Valve, right? I'm the visionary, always dreaming, and she's got to kind of keep me grounded. But I just loved the things she shared, you know, kind of talking about like the widest part in your business and how it's scary. I've felt like that. She's felt like that. And then just kind of like, okay, well, how do I overcome this fear? I just shared with her, you know, as we close out our time together about like a listing I'm doing and a few things not working exactly well. And she goes, you know, I feel like you're going too far. Just take the next right step. And so I love that advice off our podcast interview. And then even, you know, on it for you guys, it's very scary to see the widest part. So just do the next right thing, you know, and you can talk about, hey, where's my business in three years, five years, 10 years, et cetera. But just do the next right step in your business. And when I do that, I feel more peace. I feel more margin. I feel more balance. And so that's a huge takeaway from the episode for me. I thought another great piece was where she talked about instead of like thinking about all the terrible things that can happen, flip it and think about like all the possibilities. She says it's kind of like a puzzle. You know, you can only see the next right step. You don't have all the pieces. So just walk through that next right step. When I asked her, you know, what would she say to, you know, realtors that feel frustrated and overwhelmed? She talked about, man, these are like key words in my business and I just love them. You know, as she said, your answers are inside. And I do think, yeah, we we have the answers and the gifts inside us and God's blessed us with the ability to decipher, hey, what is my next step in my business? What should I be doing? You know, she talked about your sweet spot. She talked about what gives you energy. I love that quote. You know, I feel like I always go back to my interview with Jesse Cole where he says, I do the things that give me energy. And so it's a reminder to do the things that give you energy, even for me, right? Am I getting caught up in the things that aren't giving me energy or stressful or are people trying to get into my head? And so I think that's a good thing for you all to continue to think about what gives you energy. She also said, be your best authentic self. And I love that because we as realtors so often can be told, do this, do that, do this, do that. I think we need to stop so much trying to do what everybody tells us to do in our business and just be ourselves, be our authentic selves. I love the conversation about 
you know, what you wear, because I've said this before, no one cares what you wear or what you drive. So many realtors get so stuck in being like this person, looking like this person and just be authentic. My clients, again, I don't walk around in a hoodie all the time or ripped up T-shirt or ripped up jeans. But if I did, they really wouldn't care. The kind of clients I attract are the ones that care about the relationship, care that I'm doing a good job and really looking out for their best interest when we see a house. And so that really was impactful to me in my interview with Rhonda as well. As we closed out the interview, you know, I asked her what would be the advice she would give to, you know, younger self or years ago starting Inspire. And she said, let it flow. <laughs> Isn't this such a takeaway for us as realtors? So many different things, right? I could think about the deals I have going on, the clients I'm working with, this going on, this going on, and I can get so stressed out, right? And maybe I just need to let it happen, let it flow, you know, trust God and trust that he will guide me. And, you know, my faith is a huge part of it. And my family is a huge part of it, but just let it happen. You know, I often can think of the worst thing that could happen. And I don't know the exact statistic, but they say that, you know, most of our thoughts are negative and what 80 or 90% of them never come true. And so we almost just need to like get out of our own way, get out of our head, stop assuming negatively. It's kind of like if I drive down the street, right? I could assume, oh my gosh, that car is going to hit me. Oh my gosh, that car is going to hit me. Oh my gosh, that car is going to hit me. Now, of course, I'm careful on the road and wear a seatbelt and drive safely so as to not cause an accident, you know, but I can't really do anything about those other cars. I just have to like trust, let it flow, trust God and, you know, stop being nervous and anxious every step of the way. So Rhonda, I am so thankful for our time together and for the interview. You are an amazing friend and mentor, and I'm really excited to have you on today's episode. I hope all of you really enjoyed it and it was helpful for you guys. And, you know, I really hope you got something out of my interview with Rhonda. And so thank you guys for listening. Really appreciate it. And I will see you on our next episode. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Survival Guide. If you enjoyed this episode, we would appreciate it if you'd leave us a review on iTunes. It helps others discover the show. Thank you so much, and we will see you on the next episode.